How you doing? As Hamilton with you for your Wednesday podcast. Feeling a little bit exhausted. Been on the road this week. But not like for schools, just really just being a great uncle, just going to visit all my nieces and nephews up in Toowoomba. I do have to do a big shout out to Sally, Sam and Harry, also to Hope, Malachi and Ezra. I just love being an uncle. I absolutely love it. Uh, Beck was away this week, so I thought, you know what, I've got a couple of days off. Why not just go up to Toowoomba and just sort of spoil the the whole bunch of them? And that is what I've been doing for the last three days. And now I'm just, I'm pretty exhausted. That's what it means to have kids, eh? Yep, three days will do it. That's all I need. I must admit, though, one of the funny parts of this week, I had my nephew Harry take me aside and say, Uncle Az, when are you going to give us a cousin? And I thought, oh, gee, that's a, that's a conversation I'm going to have to have with Auntie Beck when I return. <laughs> so that's been my week. Today, we're picking up a bit on last week's conversation in regards to pruning back your life, figuring out what the most important things in your life are, um, and we talked a little bit about your top three. A bunch of you have been contacting me saying, as finding it a bit hard to figure out what I need to sacrifice and cut off so that I can grow in other areas of my life, like what are the most important things, and it did get me thinking because it's a big challenge, isn't it? And I must admit, for myself personally, like you can apply that on a very practical life level, um, you know, making sure you get your health in order, your finance in order, um, your family in order, um, your job, your work, your school, and you can get really, um, you know, take it as almost like sort of a motivational speech on life skills. But remember, last week I talked about the most important thing ever is actually abiding and actually being connected to the source of life, which is God. And having this idea of connecting to God is the greatest thing that you need in your life. It really is. I know that for myself, quite often when I'm working in school, so many students say, well, why do you do what you do? And it really comes back to this reality that a few years ago, I decided that the most important thing for me to do was to go in pursuit of following this Jesus character and figuring out what he was all about, figuring out um, why I was here. Because we've talked about this before too. We are more than just flesh and blood. As people, you may not think about it too much, but you are a spirit and you are a soul and it's here for a reason. And your spiritual health and your soul health is so incredibly important. And today I do want to talk about this sort of thought process of giving up something to gain something way more important. Like giving up something to gain something way more important. It all comes back to this soul thought. And, um, you know, it's very easy to give up things if you know you're going to get something better, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about? A perfect example of this was Monday, I surprised my niece, Hope. She's in grade one, rocked up at the school, called her up to the office with her mum, said, hey, Hope, we're going to skip out on school. We're going to get a happy meal. And can I tell you, Hope was not saying, oh, but Uncle Az, I need to go and do maths. I need to go and do my alphabet. Like, it was very simple transaction. It was like, uh, are you kidding me? This is the greatest day of my life. We went and ate a happy meal, had an ice cream, and she was saying to her mum, can Uncle Az come and visit every day? So those sort of sacrifices are very easy. But in our life, we constantly have to decide what is good for our soul. What is the most important thing? How do we actually look after our spiritual being? And there's things we've got to cut off in our life that aren't healthy, um, that actually stop us from growing in that space. And um, I think we can learn from so many things in our life we see making these sort of decisions can actually change the trajectory of our life. Even for my own life, if you don't know, my parents, when I was like four years of age, I was born in South Australia. If any South Australians are listening, hey, how you doing? You doing all right with COVID too? Anyway, uh, so I was born in South Australia. And when I was at the age of four, my parents literally packed up their entire life because they felt a call on their life 
felt a call in their life to come to Queensland to actually live in for a full year and study the Bible. I know, for some of you, like, what? But can I say that decision in their life was like the trajectory starter for my life. And I'm so thankful that they made this decision. And for some of you who don't know how that works, you're like, but how can I, how can you make those kind of decisions? Well, to start with, you need to be around people that are connected to God because you'll see it on their life and, um, you know, and you just want to be around it. You will want to be around it. And when you've been around it, you'll realize that making the sacrifice, um, is not as hard as you think when the payoff is so much greater. When your soul starts to come alive, you start to realize what life is all about. I want to talk to you really quickly about some of the first followers of Jesus, okay? Um, because for some of you, as I know, are on this journey of faith, this podcast is a very interesting one for you because you hear stories about faith and God and following God, and it's, it's pretty out there. Like it's this idea of following something you can't see. Uh, living a life differently for something you can't see. Um, I've been on this journey now for close to 15 or 16 years. It's a half of my life now, but it's just one of those things that I keep on going deeper and finding out more, and it's just one of the greatest things you can do. But I understand the challenge that we get presented with constantly. Um, Things want our time. Things want our energy. And when we talk about the top three about pruning, quite often the first thing that we prune in our life is actually our spiritual aspect like we actually kind of can that out we don't think about it because we get really busy focusing on things like how do I get richer how do I get more stability how do I get my family set up how do I get to do all these things and go and travel and so we think about all of these experiences about us but we forget the most important thing and we can actually discover this really early in the piece when Jesus is still trying to figure out who his followers are going to be there's this really cool story um, that I just absolutely love. It's in the book of Luke. And if you go and look it up, Luke chapter 5, you'll read about this moment where Jesus has been teaching and he starts getting these crowds rock up everywhere he goes. You know, 5,000 people, 10,000 people wanting to hear what he has to say. And in chapter 5 of Luke, um, there's this moment where there's this unsuspecting fishermen who are out on their boat. They've just been packing up their, their night's work. They've caught no fish. They're pretty tired. Jesus rocks up and says, hey, can I use your fishing boat? I need to stand in it so I can talk to all these people and teach them. They're so unsuspecting. They don't know this is coming their way. And so they decide to say, yeah, you're sure you can use the boat. He ends up talking and at the end of it, it says that he says, hey, let's go fishing. <laughs> let's go and get some fish. And these guys have just had the roughest night, okay? They've caught nothing and they don't want to go out again. But they decide to take a chance on Jesus. They decide, okay, mate, if you want to go fishing, we'll go fishing. They go out, throw their nets in the water. And the story goes that when they go to pull the nets up, the nets are so full that the nets are almost breaking with the weight of the fish. Their boat gets so full of fish. The haul is so huge that the, the, the weight of this boat, it almost sinks. And they kind of limp their way back to the, like, to, to the ground and they're just overwhelmed by the amount of fish. In fact, some of them are freaking out going, who is this guy, Jesus? Jesus, I can't handle it. Get away from me. I'm not worthy. And Jesus' response to them is literally, follow me. He says, your life from this moment forward is going to be different. You are going to have a different mission. And your mission is not to catch fish. It's to go and tell people about how much God loves them. Pretty much that's the moment. What I love is that because they get a glimpse of what life is really supposed to be about, it says that as soon as they got to the shore, they left their boat and went and followed Jesus. 
I don't know about you, but if I was a fisherman and I just had a boat full of fish, I'd be wanting to go cash those fish in. I would be wanting the cash from those fish. Not only that, I'd probably be thinking, this guy knows something about fishing. He knows the secret spot. Like, I have a mate who has a secret spot for crabbing, and every year he's like, let's go to the secret spot, always gets mud crabs. Every year, without fail, he has the secret spot. I would be thinking that these guys would probably be thinking the same thing. We now know the secret spot. We could load up another couple of boats tonight. Let's go. They would have been pumped. The energy, the adrenaline... They- but then in this moment because they have an experience they're connected to this man of Jesus everything that they thought was really important like catching lots of fish doing the thing that they do that they love is the most important thing all of a sudden their interest and all of a sudden the things that were important to them just go out the window all that's important in their mind is to make sure that they're around the man of Jesus you know what I actually believe that when you get to know Jesus that actually happens in your own life as well the things that were important yesterday, the things about relationships and how, how good you feel and having great experiences and life highs and having nice cars and having nice, like all that's fine. But when you get to know Jesus, that kind of disappears pretty quickly as the most important thing. Because your soul becomes awake when you're around Jesus, when you start to know who Jesus is, when you start to follow the ways of Jesus, those sort of things... They kind of come as a second or third or back burner because the thing that's most important is your soul. Jesus actually teaches about this later on in Scripture. If you want to go read this, it's in Matthew 16, and it's really interesting. I mean, Jesus did some pretty crazy stuff. And I always say this if you're in schools and you, you know, you're on this journey of faith and you don't really know what your thoughts are on Jesus, he made some pretty crazy statements while he was alive. And like statements that he was God. That's a massive statement. Um, But not only that, um, in Matthew uh, 16, verse 21, there's this point where Jesus is with his disciples and he sits them down and he tells them about how he's going to die. And then he tells them after three days he's going to rise from the dead. Obviously, all his disciples are like, okay, has this guy lost the plot? Some of the disciples are like, that will not happen. We're not letting it happen. We will protect you. And Jesus responses to this to them, like, because he gets really upset at them. He's like, no, no, this is what's going to happen. He says, if any one of you want to be my follower, you must put aside your selfish ambition, shoulder your cross, and follow me. I'm sure he could sense that, like, there was a selfishness. They didn't want to lose him. They were like, but this is the crazy thing. I've actually discovered in my own life that the closer you get to know Jesus, you have to let go of your own selfishness because he was the most selfless person to ever walk the face of the planet. He was so selfless that he gave up his actual life on a cross to show us love. He then says, you have to shoulder your own cross. And he says, you've got to follow me. What he meant by shoulder your own cross, he said, I'm going to the cross. You're going to have to do similar things. You're going to have to die to yourself and your own selfish ambition. When I challenged you on what your top three things and what things you could prune in your life, you probably weren't thinking about selfishness. I've got to get rid of selfishness. You're probably thinking about, what can I get rid of so I can gain more things? That's just natural. But Jesus, the way following Jesus, it's kind of just upside down. Jesus follows this up with saying this, if you try and keep your life for yourself, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find true life. And how do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? This is the challenge for this week. Jesus made some really big calls and he challenged us on a whole bunch of stuff. Is there anything worth more than your soul? 
the way that you actually gain life in your life is to become selfless and follow Jesus. It's the biggest challenge I can give to myself as I'm chatting in this podcast, but I just felt like I needed to challenge you on that this week because I know for so many of you this week, it's been a really interesting week of thinking, what's most important to me? Well, can I say this? I hope that the most important thing to you is where your soul and your spirit go after this life. You're an eternal being. Jesus said that he was the way, the truth, and the life. He was the answer to all of those questions that you have. I can't make you decide to follow Jesus. I can say this. I'll sit here and chat and say, best decision I've ever made. Made it when I was about 20 years of age, and I'm continually, continuously learning what it means to follow him. I hope this is a good challenge this week. I hope it's got you thinking. If you have any questions, find us at As Speaks on Instagram and DM us. We'll try and answer your questions the best we can. Have an awesome week.